Welcome to a new episode of Hypno Mom and Ayla after the summer break. Hope everybody had a really nice summer. We did have a really nice summer. We did. Yeah. <laughs> and it's a special episode because as you see, we are together. Yeah, it's not uh, via Zoom or recording. We are here together. Yeah. It had a special occasion. Yeah, yeah. So we... Um, we are going to be both both of us are going to be speakers on the online hypno summit conference and we will give you more information um as the conference progresses it is somewhere in september i guess yeah i think around 23 september 23rd of september something around that date it's going to be online hypnosis um, convention congress and we both are a speaker and for the congress con did i say that correctly congress right congress yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm mixing up my Dutch and my English. Uh, we recorded a special episode of our podcast, which is only going to be available on the Congress. <laughs> I'm thinking about my words. Just call it Hypno Summit. Hypno Summit. <laughs> it's going to be only available on the Hypno Summit. And it's, uh, we had a lot of fun recording it because it's, um, the, the title of the episode is 10 Things I Learned from My Hypno Mom. So for if you're a hypnotist and you're you know in the starting career in the starting phase of your career it's like 10 uh, concrete tips how you can you know improve your practice so it was a lot of fun and i recommend you to to watch it and to join the hypno summit yes <laughs> okay you would think that after recording a hypno mom podcast before that i would be fluent but no not today you gave all your energy <laughs> yeah <already>. maybe <laughs> i have to get in so Today's uh, topic, we are going to talk about fear. Fear. Yeah. Ooh. Fear. Fear. Maybe I'm just scared because this topic is just so... so. It's overwhelming. It's, uh, yeah, it's overwhelming. You know, fear is... Um, in fact, this morning I googled a little bit about fear. Okay. And I googled, you know, phobias. Uh -huh. Because there's a difference between a fear and a phobia. Maybe you can explain that because mm -hmm. you, you know, but there was a list of, you know, phobias and it was quite a long list. There's like so much you can be afraid of. Some of the things were funny. Well, it's not funny if you're really afraid of it, but, you know, fear for water or fear for clowns or fear for. Fear for the number eight. Yes, exactly. Fear for the hypnotherapist. Yeah, well, you're you not going to see those clients, <laughs> no. for sure. That one I'm aware of, but yeah. <laughs> so uh, there are so many things that, um, that we can be afraid of. And I, I read about um, the, the purpose of fear, because it has a purpose. It has a purpose. You know, yes. you know, if you have a phobia or if you're afraid of a lot of things, it is very annoying and if you have a phobia, it can even impact on your life that you cannot function properly. So that's really serious. But mm -hmm. uh, just to bring it back to the origin, what is fear? Fear is a survival mechanism. It's a signal uh, that there is potential danger and your, your nervous system get, gets a signal and you can experience it as maybe sweating or your heart rate increases or dry mouth. And basically... Fear in its most pure form is a sort of alertness, you know, to keep yourself safe. Yes, and it overrides your critical analytical thinking. Yeah. So in a way, you get into a small form of hypnosis yeah. and it starts changing your body functions. 
increased heart rate yeah, yeah. and uh, your blood drains from the front your cortex your thinking part to the back of, of your head not all the blood of course but it reduces the amount of blood it reduces the amount of blood in your stomach uh, it fills your arms and legs with a lot of blood so you can e either punch you can <laughs> run um, and imagine if you are have fear for making a test and so the ex examination or whatever so you are perfectly capable of running rounds in the <laughs> classroom but the thinking is inhibited a little bit yeah and so it and it started somewhere earlier and this mechanism of this imprint of fear had at a certain time a perfectly use but the imprint is still there and it is overprotecting, and that is what we are dealing with in our practices yes yeah when the fear is not functional anymore yes yeah and then you know we get these requests i have this fear of swallowing food can hypnosis help me with this? Uh, I have this fear of heights. Can hypnosis help me with this? We get a lot of these emails and generally we can say yes to everything. And people like, how is it possible? You know, yeah. because I, I read um, traditional techniques to deal with fear is actually known as exposure therapy, where you're, for instance, really afraid of spiders and and you list down all the things that make you afraid of spiders, like looking at a photograph of a spider or thinking about a spider, and then you gradually expose yourself to it. You're yeah. like, okay, first I start with thinking about a spider and, yeah. and to get used to it. But with hypnosis, we work in a completely different way. The, the way of hypnosis that we work with, which is regression. So I yeah. think this is really about regression. Mm -hmm. um, and why is it that we can work with so many different issues? Yes, well, <clears throat> it is so that people, do you work with this type of fear or that type of fear or that type of fear? First of all, from the Omni training, we make it very simple. We work with one fear only, and that's the fear of the feeling that the fear bring, brings up, the, the, the protective mechanism. And during a session, we have the client in hypnosis really bring up that fear as much as they can, because after bringing up the fear, then the fear mechanism is triggered, it's active, then it's very easy to follow and trace it back to its origin. So in this way, we find the origin of the fear very easily. And what we find out during our sessions is that in most of the cases, and I really dare say about 80-90% of the cases, the client had no clue about the origin of the fear. Because the fear starts at a moment later in time when the original seed has already rooted. And sometimes the subconscious mind makes very strange connections. So it might be a small thing as a child and it ends up being afraid of completely somebody else uh, of something else for the normal conscious mind and for the subconscious mind it makes logical sense but when you are in a talk therapy 
you have no clue about what the origin is. And when you remove the um, subsequent event, not the origin, then you, you know, you didn't take out the root and the plant can grow and fester again. That's why it's important not to remove a cause through talk therapy because people don't have the clue and just find the real cause in the subconscious mind. And that reminds me of a beautiful story from Gerald Kine, oh. his practices. Oh, yeah. And that is about a lady who had a tremendous fear when she was visiting a friend and then the cat jumped on the table and she was panicking and didn't know what to do. And she went to uh, Jerry, he did a regression. And what did they found out? Mom took a baby, the, the, the woman as a baby into the cinema. And in that cinema, there was a tiger like walking, walking slowly and jumping. You know, they can beautifully film that, that you have this full shot in the screen. And that had put that fear in that small baby. Oh. And you know, the, the normal consciousness had no clue about this. Yeah. And uh, that it came from a cinema. But the subconscious mind just knows it yeah. and knows how to find it back. And that's also a beautiful example that, you know, a, a lion in the cinema or a tiger yeah. is not a real danger. And as an adult, and you see that in a cinema, you, you can have that reaction, especially when you go to like a 4D cinema. Have you ever been there, mom? Yeah. yeah. It's like everything moves, you know, yeah. you can have that reaction of panic, but yeah. you are experienced in the world and you know this is not really dangerous. So when the scene is over, your body calms down. But for a little child, that is really real, you know, they don't have that perception or right? yes. that's... And the child was not at the age that she could tell to mom, hey, this is careful to me. Yeah, and so, mom could have talked it away. But, you know, yeah, so yeah. it are those fears that are not processed. Because if everything that we are scared of becomes a phobia, yeah. well, we would have a lot of work. So most things are processed well. Yeah, so if mom would have been there and would have, if, if the kid would have said like, hey, mom, yeah. I'm scared and the mom would have said to her like oh that's just a movie it's not yeah. real yeah it would have been processed and it wouldn't have grown out probably to this yeah phobia mm -hmm. you know the list is so long and 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 for me it's like this explains it a little bit you know that's what you see that list makes no sense at all because people come with a fear and it's diagnosed according to these beautiful lists but that's what the conscious mind is telling. Yeah. The subconscious mind can be a complete different. No, my, but that's, 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 that's my point that, yeah. you know, there can be so many different origins. Yes. And that's why we have so many different uh, diagnoses for fear, like, yeah. you know, agoraphobia, uh, fear of heights, fear of flying. Yeah. And even when it comes to a fear of flying, it's, it's, it can have different causes. You know, some people, it's not about the flying, but it's about, being in an enclosed space or it can have to do with something completely different yeah we have a beautiful story but that's for our training oh about this flight attendant oh, yeah. yeah yeah and what uh, it had nothing to do with flying at all no it started from her youth yeah so yeah so th that that uh, that are the things related to, to fear and if you talk about something that we can deal mostly very fast if it's not a layered fear it, when it's just a clean cut fear we can work with it within 15 or 20 minutes even yeah 
like so this is really cut out work for the hypnotist yeah so it's uh no no big brainer <laughs> go to a hypnotist when you have a fear yeah <laughs> Well, that can be the case. Sometimes it can, of course, be a little bit more complex if it's yeah. if there's more trauma involved. Yes. But, you know, some of the fears, I guess, are also logical in a way, like uh, when you look at um, our development as a species, you know, like mm. a lot of people are afraid for snakes or insects. And that has sort of a biological, yeah. you know, reasoning behind it because... Sometimes. Yeah. Because you can also imagine... Um, a child who is watching mom and mama is afraid of a spider yeah it takes it over yeah so yeah yeah yeah, yeah. then it's more and as you see more... there can you you when it comes to hypnosis you cannot rationalize it in a way <laughs> you try to understand it but you really have to ask the, the yeah. subconscious mind yeah mm -hmm. so what is the difference between a fear and a phobia well according to omni it's very easily to be explained as such that a fear is already known on the conscious level. And every time you experience the fear, it grows and grows. Whereas a phobia, it develops subconscious. And I think on the subconscious level, it is also compounded. But one time it breaks through and it's really very, um, how intense. do you say, severe, very intense. Yeah. And then you say, well, it broke through and now it's, now it's like a phobia. Yeah, I think, I don't know if, uh, I'm just thinking about an example with, with dad when we were uh, on a holiday in Mexico and we, we climbed one of those pyramids there and he all of a sudden got scared of the heights. Uh, your dad, you mean? Yeah, my dad, Yeah, your husband. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Right? Is that like that can be an example of that? Because I yeah. never knew him to be afraid of, of heights. Yes. And from that holiday onwards, like yeah. he, I noticed, I don't know if it's a phobia because he's not very extreme or anything, but <laughs> he is, you know, he doesn't, when we go somewhere high, he doesn't go to the edge because no. it's scary. No, no, no. So that's like an example where it manifested all yeah. of a sudden, but it must have festered. I, I, I had a, an experience, but I managed to get rid of it again. And um, that uh, when we were in Mexico and there was an elevator and, and uh, we were with the two of us. And so I went into that elevator, but suddenly a whole group of people entered the elevator and it was, it was a, a very low elevator. And then it was completely full. And I was starting to panic. And then I was thinking, remain calm, remain calm. But I remember that going down took a long way. And then I had as a subsequent event, I had that I was somewhere in the bathroom and the, I couldn't open the door and I freaked out completely. And I processed this, mm. but I think it was something older than those both events. Oh, it might be in our genes because when you're telling this story, I'm yeah. thinking about two instances that yeah. I had as a child. Yeah. One, we were, you know, in Kenya, there's a place with waterfalls. Do you remember yeah. that? Yeah. I went to a bathroom and all yeah. of a sudden I, I freaked myself out. I have very vivid imagination. As a kid, it was worse. I yeah. thought, what if I can't open this? And I completely panicked. Do yeah. you know anything about this? Yes, I there remember. Was a, there was a man. And then second instance, uh, we were in an airplane. And before I even 
you know, when you go to, a, I went to the toilet in an airplane and I didn't even do the thing you're supposed to do in a toilet because I was thinking, what if I can't open it? So I tried it and <laughs> I cannot open it. And in all the panic, I just, somebody, obviously somebody would help me, you know? So yeah. I got out and I, I didn't pee. Yeah. But after that, I never had it again. So when you say this now, I'm like, is this genetic maybe? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I got, I, I got it out of my system because as a hypnotist, you know, it's compounding. So I count compounded. I didn't even need to go to a hypnotist for that. Yeah. So I was just... And I think it had to do, I, I really think myself, but you know, I should go hip to hypnotist yes. to know the origin. <laughs> exactly. But uh, my thinking was it has to do with my birthing because when I put on a sweater and, I, and you have these tight sweaters <laughs> and then I really start panicking. And uh, I started saying to myself, you have survived this, it's okay. That worked already. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So, so you use the knowledge. It of is not severe enough that I need a treatment for it. So and I find it very interesting. <laughs> but you know, my phobia is in this building. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, we didn't tell you that we're in our practice. My mom's practice space. I say our because I also yeah. do sessions here. But I'm leaving this place for my sessions. Mm -hmm. I'm moving all my sessions to Amsterdam. But still it's yours because you are tr giving training here. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> but it's it's yours, really. <laughs> but we, we, yeah, I can use it. But mm -hmm. yeah, you have, we, um, this practice space is in a building. We rent it from, uh, how do you say that in English? Assurantieadviseurs. Yeah, they are advisors in the field of uh, insurances. Exactly. We yeah. rent it from them. So we have the third floor. Yeah. So this building, the penthouse, we have the penthouse. Thank you very much. <laughs> but this building is, uh, there's a lot of security checks. So when we get in the first, before everybody else, we have to put in a, a code. Mm -hmm. you know, how do you call that? A this, uh, to put safety off, code. To switch off the alarm. Yeah. And that's uh, the first time you did it. It's the very first time we were new people renting here. And then all alarm signs went off. Yeah. And it turned out I'm very quickly with things that I have to press these buttons slowly and slowly. And it just didn't work out. So I had to call the uh, security. So I said, no, it's okay. And I gave my code and everything. So it was fine. But after you know the first time being there every time now i have this little uh, will it go off will it go off and um is it intensifying every time no it is not and then now uh, one time i arrived here all bells were ringing and they were just talking and laughing and now it doesn't make me anything anymore but for one of my trainings i used this as an example so i said i don't want to be cured of this because i need it for my training <laughs> for your example <laughs> we need to hold on to small phobia so that we have some material yeah so you can imagine it's not it's nothing <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah we we do actually have these sometimes small techniques that work on on on, on phobias like yeah. uh, eft tapping can we do that for the video or or for the yeah well it's a podcast but 
the EFT tipping. Yeah. Well, I, I'm I'm hardly using it, so I'm I'm not prepared for that. Oh. But, okay. Um, yeah, we have we have on the hypnosis community we have a, a small example in Dutch. So. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. People could have a look at it. Yeah. And yeah, in our training we have small techniques because sometimes you need to help somebody. You cannot do a full session. So there are very many beautiful small things you can do as yeah. well. Yeah. Yeah. So one thing is tapping on your meridians, but yeah, uh, yeah we we uh, we have a video on that or something on the hypnosis community. Yeah. yeah the Dutch yeah. one. The Dutch one. Yeah. 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 So small techniques, and as you hear in this podcast, it can sometimes be enough to just say to yourself, "I survived this. I'm okay." Because uh, we call it regression, but I read another art, uh, another author, and he calls it um, flashback. Okay. So what happens is if you get into a fear that's not related to the present moment, mm-hmm. you know, like if, if you're in traffic and somebody's honking and you, you mm. get jilted a little bit, that's a present fear and that's a relevant fear and that makes you alert. But, you know, if that fear stays, it, it doesn't have to do anything with the present anymore. Then it's a, mm-hmm. it remi- your subconscious mind is reminded of something that happened in the past and so you can say to yourself like i'm okay i'm safe i'm uh, mm-hmm. i survived this you know yeah. these kind yeah. of uh, techniques yeah you compound yourself with that and uh, when it's severe of course then it's beautiful to um, to work with hypnosis from it so um yeah i guess we we said a lot about uh, yeah i think already. yeah yeah i think this uh, this uh, we covered the topic of fear and 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 i guess takeaways from this is like if you have a fear and you were in doubt, can I go to a hypnose, uh, hypnotherapist with this? Don't hesitate. Pick up the phone. Make your appointment. Get rid of this fear. As you hear, it is not uh, hard rock science. You know, we, there are techniques to deal with this and very straightforward. So, so don't hesitate. Free yourself from this fear. Yeah. And um Come to the Hypno Summit yeah. <laughs> to watch our, if you're a hypno, hypnotherapist and you, you want some extra advice, then it's it's very useful. Uh, watch our podcast, 10 Things I Learned from My Hypno Mom. Um, if you want to de-stress, listen to our audios on the hypnosis community. You can find them in the link. And we look forward to seeing you the next time. We don't know yet what is the topic because we're just fresh out of summer. So we're still a little bit relaxed, unprepared. Yes, <laughs> that are the best podcasts, yeah. isn't it? True. Yeah. And um, see, see you next time. See you next time. Bye. Bye. This podcast is brought to you by Hypno Mom and Isla.